Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. I'm glad you guys have joined me on this first day of June. Today is Wednesday, and today we're going to hit some headlines and talk about why wisdom is so important. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. You made it to June. And uh, some of you followed me on Facebook the other day. You saw I went into my local Walmart uh, where I live and the Oreo cookie rack now says that they want you to come out as a proud ally of uh, the transgender community for the month of June. This is the month when the LGBTQIA++ super special uh, have a new have a new uh, 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 pronoun on me. This is the month, the month of June. And so I decided today I'm going to go ahead and read some headlines for you because the this is the kind of absolute insanity that we can expect to be inundated uh, with during the month of June. And it requires wisdom. And I was just uh, talking to uh, a friend of mine about this the other day and the importance of seeking wisdom. The Bible has a lot to say about wisdom. Wisdom is what's missing in the culture right now, we know that God's word says that the nation that acknowledges the Lord and serves the Lord is a nation that is blessed. We are not a nation on the increase right now. We are a nation in decline. And there's a lot of reasons why that is the truth. But today I'm going to focus on the importance of seeking wisdom, that we as parents teach our children that wisdom is something the Bible says should be sought after, that we should be looking for it, that we should seek after wisdom. And uh, that should be more important to us than knowledge. The Bible says that knowledge puffs up. And so uh, today I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about wisdom. Matthew 7, verse 24 says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, right, this is Jesus, and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Well, we know right now that so much of what's happening in the culture is building on a foundation that is not going to last Eventually, you know, we were just talking about the sorrow, really, that is the transgender movement and these surgeries that are injuring our young people rather than help them deal with uh, with mental illness and gender dysphoria, which are very real things, by the way. So no one is saying that gender dysphoria is not real. No one is saying that uh, that that this isn't mental illness, that it's not actually a real illness. But the idea that we would mutilate the bodies of our young people in order to help them feel better about something that is never going to be fixed with a physical surgery. You can't change your DNA. Uh, this is a sad time for our country. And we've got issues like this all over the world right now, but particularly here in the woke United States where we're trying to be ahead of the wisdom bashing curve. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, starting in verse 21, my son keeps sound wisdom and discretion. Boy, there's a word for us right now, right? Discretion. Then you will walk on your way securely and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, of the, the, of the ruin of the wicked. For when it comes, the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. The Bible teaches us that wisdom builds strong homes. It promotes happy family relationships Proverbs 24, 3, by wisdom, a house is built and by understanding, it is established. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. That's Proverbs 10, verse 1. And finally, in Proverbs 19, verse 13, a foolish son is ruined to his father and a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain, like a dripping faucet. 
we should be seeking wisdom. Uh, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago when I was out on the road. What was the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Well, God's word teaches us that knowledge puffs up. Wisdom is the is the ability to be able to take what you know to be true. So you've, you've got to start at a, at a playing field where you're talking about, you're dealing in reality, not an unreality, right? So you have to be willing, like we talked about a couple of days ago here at the show, to recognize that there are laws that govern the natural world, right? God created the world. He created the natural law. He created the law of gravity. And like I said the other day, if Heidi St. John decides, hey, I'm going to walk off a bridge, who's going to win? Me saying, I'm sorry, I'll I'll be able to fly because I'm going to identify as a person who doesn't need to bend to the laws of gravity or will gravity win? Well, gravity will always win. Why? Because it's a natural law. It governs the natural world. Uh, Human sexuality is a natural law. We know this again because the Bible says that God created male and female in his image. And what we're dealing with in the culture, and it's going to be front and center for the entire month of June, so just buckle up. Uh, You're going to be inundated with it everywhere you go. What we're dealing with is a culture that refuses to acknowledge that we have a creator and that the creator, who knows his creation better than anyone else, said that we were created male and female. And we continually deny, when as we continually deny these truths in the culture, the culture becomes more and more unhinged. I read an article in Newsmax the other day, and I'll link back to it in the show notes today, that a, a, that stated that a, a doctor, frankly, you have to be brave to do this right now. He came out and said that trans swimmers uh, have physical edges over biological women. In other words, Leah Thomas, this dude who wants to be a girl, who's been swimming for Penn State and just blowing all the records there out of the water, he says that he's a girl. He self-identifies that way. Well, we know that that's not true. It's foolishness. It it completely defies the law, the natural law of the world that we live in. So doctors now have confirmed trans swimming champion Leah Thomas has a physical advantage in competition over biological females. Quote, there are social aspects to sport, but physiology and biology underpin it. Testosterone is the 800-pound gorilla, said the Mayo Clinic's Dr. Michael Joyner to the New York Times. You see the divergence immediately as as the testosterone surges into boys. There are dramatic differences in performances. While the University of Pennsylvania's Thomas does reportedly take testosterone suppressants during a sex transition, Joyner had an international physiologist confirmed Thomas has inescapable advantages. Gender cannot trump biology. According to World Athletics Chief Sebastian Coe, an Olympic champion runner, Thomas won the 500-yard freestyle at the NCAA Women's Championships in Atlanta this March. And you know what? Shame on the NCAA for that. For goodness sake, you can't see this dude over six foot tall going to get into the 500-yard freestyle swim meet with a bunch of women and not beat them. It doesn't make any sense at all. And in fact, tennis legend Martina Navratilova, who is an outspoken lesbian, told the Times that Thomas does indeed have an unfair edge in swimming. And I was, I was, you know, this it's amazing to me. Where are the feminists? Oh, I know they're so woke that they can't speak out when the truth is absolutely hurting them. They're being injured by their unwillingness to speak the truth in the face of this terrible, of this terrible lie. Navratilova interviewed for the New York Times and she said, I played against taller women. I played against stronger women and I beat them all. But if I face the male equivalent of Leah in tennis, that's biology. I would have had no shot and I would have been livid. 
even half of Thomas University Pennsylvania teammates use the quote unfair advantage phrase in their lawyer's letter to the school. But never mind that for Penn State because Penn State's too woke to care if it's injuring these female athletes who have spent a lifetime getting ready for these competitions. Quote, activists conflate sex and gender in a way that is really confusing. Harvard University, Dr. Carol Hooven, author of T, The Story of Testosterone, told the Times. There is a large performance gap between healthy, normal populations of males and females, and that is driven by testosterone. So testosterone, going back to what the other doctor said, the 800-pound gorilla in the room, men and women are different. By the way, this is, uh, I'm continuing to quote from the article on Newsmax. Again, I'll link back to it in the show notes today. A little bit farther down, it said, uh, statistically, there is little arguing with the data. Elite adult male swimmer record holders are 10 to 12% faster than that of female counterparts, which has held over decades, the Times reported. Leah Thomas is the manifestation of, of the scientific evidence, said Dr. Ross Tucker, a sports physiologist. The reduction in testosterone did not remove his biological advantage. And this is just coming back to our willingness to tell the truth. And you guys have heard me many times over the years here at the podcast talk about why it's so important that we have honest conversations about the issues that we're facing in the nation right now. It's never been more important than it is right now to tell the truth about freedom, never been more important to tell the truth about human sexuality and gender and the differences between men and women. These are natural laws. They are governed by the natural universe, which was created by God. I'm gonna take a quick break. I'll be right back. June also is the beginning of summer, and we're watching as gas prices are hitting record highs. Um, flights are being canceled. I was recently in the state of Michigan, and it took me ooh, a day and a half to get back because my flights kept getting canceled. And that's gonna keep happening because why? We've got an economy in a free fall right now, absolutely in a free fall. Gas prices on my way into the studio today, right down from my house, uh, $5.29 a gallon for regular. And like I told you guys, here in Washington State, they're recalibrating the machines here so that they can accept the possibility of double digits. In other words, gas could potentially go up to uh, $10 a gallon. It's unbelievable what's happening right now. We have a leadership crisis in this nation. And Joe Biden has decided to tell you that everything's fine. Everything's fine. And uh, he's been tooting his own horn now for about a year, trying to take credit for uh, everything from the reopening of the economy to the success of the lockdowns, which you all know was not successful. But in, in the middle of this, in, in the middle of all of it, we're relating the same uh, talking points over and over again, and that is an unwillingness to tell the truth and an unwillingness for people to get into the gap, particularly in the media and tell the truth because they're basically leftist organizations. PJ, PJ Media reported uh, that there was a school in North Carolina, a preschool actually, using LGBTQIA plus, 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 WXTY, et cetera, flashcards to teach kids colors. Did you guys hear about this? I'm going to link to it in the show notes today. A North Carolina preschool class has been using these LGBTQ plus themed uh, flashcards to teach the kids colors. So forget, you know, uh, your normal like red and green and blue. You know, uh, these are flashcards that, that depict pregnant men. And according to the report, and I've got a picture of these cards, it's, it's kind of amazing. Uh, they, they 
the uh, a Republican state representative was alerted to the use of the cards at Ballantyne Elementary School in Wake County, North Carolina, by a constituent. And these this is why we say that they're grooming children. And so you look at the flashcards and it says white and has a picture of a white woman uh, standing behind a white man who is clearly pregnant, by the way. And this is how they're teaching your children the colors of the rainbow. They're teaching them through the progressive pride flag, rainbow families, flashcards, pink and baby blue and uh, Kelly green and black. And they all have meanings that parents are like, oh, no, no, get that garbage away from our children. Well, guess what? The North Carolina General Assembly is in the process of getting legislation passed right now that's similar to Florida's parental rights and education bill that would empower parents to have more input over what's taught in their schools and give them the opportunity to opt their kids out of, quote, age-inappropriate classroom materials. This is amazing to me. It's amazing. They attempted to verify the use of the flashcards within the, with the elementary school's principal. Quote, the principal was able to locate the cards in the preschool classroom and verify with the teacher that they had been used to teach colors, which the principal said was approved for curriculum at the school. Fox News is reporting this. The principal took possession of the cards and alerted the district superintendent and human resources about the incident, which she said she was unaware of until she was alerted to it by their state representative. Parents, you have to be vigilant. There's just no getting around it right now. And it comes back to whether or not we are going to be vigilant in the defense of our children, vigilant with what's happening in our schools and our libraries, vigilant with, 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 uh, with politics, with regard to politics. And we can no longer just expect that we're going to elect people and they're going to do the right thing because clearly that is not happening. And we live in, in the United States, a constitutional republic, meaning we have the opportunity to speak out. And I'm going to encourage you to speak, to speak on behalf of the uh, students in your, in your schools, even if you're a homeschool parent. A lot of people listening to this are homeschool parents. But the, but the reality is the kids that are in these public schools are being injured. And it doesn't change the fact that they're being injured simply because we are homeschooling our children. These are tomorrow's teachers, tomorrow's leaders. Uh, and we've got a huge issue happening in our country right now. And unless and until we start to get off the bench and onto the battlefield, I think it's going to continue to get worse. Uh, the transgender movement is fascist uh, in pretty much every way. I love this from PJ Media. Despite becoming in vogue only recently, the trans movement is so desperate for the masses to affirm the delusions that men can become women and women can become men and that there are infinite numbers of genders and that they believe it to be, it, it trumps our right to free speech. And if you don't validate trans people by addressing them by their preferred pronouns, you're a bigot and you might even get arrested. Don't believe me? It's true. Uh, it's happened. Last year, a father in British Columbia was arrested for referring to his 14-year-old daughter as she after she transitioned. Isn't that crazy, you guys? This is scary stuff. But you got to brace yourself because it's happening in America, too. According to PJ Media, earlier this month, a school district in Wisconsin filed sexual harassment complaints under the title, under Title IX, against three eighth grade students because they referred to a classmate with the wrong pronoun. You guys, listen, when you hear these people say my pronouns are they and them, no, those are gender neutral pronouns and they are plural. So when you say they, 
or you say them, as we've taught our children for generations, what you're talking about is plural. And I think it's interesting. I mean, this was sort of my my take on it when I first started them hearing this uh, happen. When I first started hearing these pronouns used this way, I thought to myself, it it makes sense only in the sense that these people may have multiple personality disorder. So maybe you do see yourself in the plural. Maybe you want someone to refer to you as they and them because you have a mental illness that makes you have more than one personality. That actually makes sense to me as, as to why they would want that. But to turn our language on its head is insane. And shame on Nancy Pelosi, right? She wants to strip the the use of the words mother and father, son and daughter, grandmother and grandfather, aunt and uncle off of the legislation and out of the floor of the House of Representatives in attempt to make the Congress of the United States more woke. What a ridiculous thing to do. We've got to be wise. And part of being wise is being willing to tell the truth and to stand in defense of it. To stand in defense of it. Wisdom, by the way, diffuses angry situations, right? The Bible teaches us that, that a harsh word stirs up anger, but a gentle answer turns away wrath. And when we start talking about what is happening, we don't have to be a jerk to do it, you guys. You can speak the truth in love, and we should have been doing this a long time ago. I had an interesting uh, interaction recently, because you guys know I'm running for uh, Congress here in Washington State. And I'll tell you what, this has been the, well, just the absolute fight of my life. I have learned so much. I cannot wait to write about it. One of these days, I'm going to write a book about what it is like to run for office and why I think we've we've fallen so far down the rabbit hole because we've disengaged. We literally have given this entire sphere of influence over to unwise and unscrupulous people who are doing irreparable harm to our nation and to our children. And as I've been meeting people out on the road and watching just the vitriol within our own Republican Party, it occurs to me that we have made a mistake when we assume that that uh, the Democrats are 100% evil and the Republicans are 100% right. Because it simply isn't true. We, we are devoid of wisdom in both the Democrat and the Republican Party. And you watch people who claim to be conservatives promoting ideas that have nothing to do with a conservative platform. And you got to wonder how they got there in the first place. And then you see what happens when we continue to go down this rabbit hole of not being willing to engage in the process. And as I've had teams of people now out canvassing for me, and talking to voters all across Congressional District 3, what we're finding out is, and this is actually good news. I'm going to end on this today because it's encouraging me. I had a a prayer meeting just a couple of nights ago with a really amazing group of people that are helping me with my campaign. And we were praying and talking about what it's been like to talk to voters. And most of them say that when they go to the house of of a voter, they say they're frustrated with the way that the world is going, but they feel helpless to do anything about it. And if you can give them just a little bit of encouragement, if you can say, listen, we could actually change this. If we started getting people of wisdom and people who knew that wisdom comes first from God and we're willing to sit down with the people that live in their areas and actually truly represent them, we can actually turn the clock back on this thing. And there are, there are it's so uh, hopeful, at least it is to me, to hear people go, oh man, you know, I want to get involved. You guys, it's going to take each and every one of you who's listening to this, speaking the truth from the pulpits. I said the other day, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be something if there was a revival in this nation and it started in politics, wouldn't that turn the church on its head? Because really 
The spirit of the living God is in every sphere of influence in entertainment, which is why I so respect my friend, Kirk Cameron, for getting out there and telling the truth about what's happening in our schools. I don't know if you guys are watching this, but he has a brand new movie out. And he, I think he follows 17 homeschoolers through uh, what it was like when they made first made the decision to homeschool and then the sort of misconceptions that they ran across and realizing, oh, I thought it was going to be this way, but it wasn't. It was this way. So the movie, The Homeschool Awakening, you guys need to check it out uh, because Kirk Cameron's completely right. He's basically saying, that America's public schools have become uh, breeding grounds for far left progressive agendas, including gender ideology and critical race theory. And uh, he's being roundly criticized, of course, as a as an ideologue and a Christian, you know, white Christian nationalist and all the stuff, which is completely wrong because he had the courage to come out and say that these schools are grooming our children for sexual chaos and the progressive left, rather than do any real educating about the things that most of us want to teach our children, they're teaching our children Uh, Things like what you see happening in the North Carolina preschool right now that I just talked about. You guys get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. There's so much opportunity right now. Uh, The fields are ripe for harvest, but the workers are few. And I would love to see you um, engaging in the culture around you from a position of strength. Where is wisdom found? Well, the Bible teaches us that wisdom is found first in the word of God. So to be able to go to God's word and ask the Lord to give you wisdom The Bible says, if you want wisdom, if anyone lacks it, let him seek it from God who gives it to all generously without finding fault. He says, God will give you the wisdom that you seek. James 3, verse 17, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure and then peace-loving, considerate, full of mercy, submissive, and good fruit, impartial and sincere. And then finally, and this is where I'll end today, Proverbs 16, verse 16. This is a great copy verse, mom, for your kids today. How much better? to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. The Bible says that this is what we should be seeking after. We should be seeking after wisdom and wisdom comes from God. So if any of you lacks wisdom, ask it from God and he will give it to you generously without finding fault. How do we know that's true? Because he says so in his word. And when God says something, you can take it to the bank. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. We continue to just appreciate your prayers and your support for the Heidi St. John podcast. Thank you for sharing it with your friends and your neighbors. Thank you for your prayer support and for coming alongside me as I am doing this uh, doing this thing here in Washington State in running for Congress. And if you want to find out about the run for Congress, you can certainly go to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Have a great day, everybody. Remember that today uh, is the first week of our brand new Bible study at MomStrong International. So we start a new scripture writing challenge, but the Bible study itself will always start on the first Monday of the month. So next Monday, so it's not too late, you guys can join me. Uh, These Bible studies are life-changing. They have components in there that will help you teach your children to know the word. Check out what we're doing at momstronginternational.com. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture.